Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SEN Summer Brecky here, Trent Copeland with Jaleesa Apps. This morning we've had plenty of texts coming in, 0457 736 736. Jaleesa's segment that she's brought this morning, it it has got the text line. It It's lit up this morning. And You're the welcome, first one, Trent. Yeah, look, after your last <laughs> one, uh, the Manly Socials team have been top-notch this off-season. Even a small series on YouTube called The Manly Way, showcasing what happens in the preseason. This is from Andrea. There's a bit of text missing at the bottom, but this is unreal in recent times. Like the in the NFL in particular, the you know behind the scenes doco style mm. hard knocks is the one that I'm referring to. But unique content creation by a club mm. or a sporting team is just so powerful at the moment. It's it's tell us who the real you is. Yeah, people love that kind of behind the scenes stuff. I like uh, the manly way. It's it's but, really good if it, like even not as a manly fan just to Did see you sort like of, the test doco? Uh cricket? yeah, yeah, I love the test. Um the edge, have you seen that one on the English cricket yep. team? Hated that. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that. Oh, either. I could rant about, <laughs> I won't start on that because it'll take up the rest of the show yeah. of all the things I hated about that. But they are very big, the sporting documentaries now. Yeah. Drive to Survive, one of the more famous ones. There's one uh, break point at the moment that's, I think, going to be on Netflix as well, yeah. talking tennis. And that's a good segue into speaking with SEN's tennis expert, Brett Phillips. Good morning to you, BP. How are you traveling? Yeah, good morning, team. Uh, going well. Nice one. The draw came out yesterday, mate, uh, for the Australian Open. We were talking about it with you and the prospect of who you might want to avoid and things like that. Alex Dimonor, obviously a focal point for Australian fans. In the top 10, everyone's optimistic. Tell us, how did he go? And is he in with some tricky little starts? Yeah, look, it's not easy, uh, but he's in good form, uh, Trent. But yeah, he's going to play Milos Raonic, big Canadian, uh, who's a former world number three and a former Wimbledon finalist. So uh, at his peak, uh, was winning quite a lot of tournaments and rose up the rankings, was going deep into majors. Uh, massive guy uh, when you stand up close and personal to Milos. But the last three or four years, his body has really let him down. He's, has, he's had no continuity in his tennis uh, so he's missed a lot, uh, but he's using a, a protected ranking of 33 to uh, get into the main draw. In fact, he's going to have a hit out of Kuyong this morning as part of the Kuyong Classic. So I'm going to have a, a careful watch of um, uh, Milos just to see how he looks uh, physically. Uh, but when he's serving big, you know, it's tough to return. But uh, this, this is where sort of Demonor gets himself up against these guys because he knows that, you know, they're going to be serving big and he's got, you know, the anticipation. He can get a good first strike on the ball and he's in the rally. So 
Now, that's the strength of Alex. Then likely probably an Italian, Matteo Alnaldi in the second round. So Alnaldi actually helped Italy beat Australia winning the Davis Cup late last year when he beat Alexi Popper, and he's jumped about 90 spots in the ranking. So a lot of good young Italian players, good system over there. He's a competitor. Uh, maybe a Nicholas Jarry in the third round. Big Chilean, who's 18 in the world, who actually demon or beat at the US Open last year, so be confident. Andre Rublev, top five player, fourth round. Uh, this is it all goes to plan with seeding. Rublev's been what a now eight time Grand Slam quarter finalist. He can't break that barrier. Yannick Sinner, the star Italian, four in the world, a quarter final matchup. We're dreaming big here, guys. If Alex can go all the way through, and then you know Djokovic as a semi and Elkaraz as a final. So that sort of is the path, but he's got to tick that first box against Ranich, which, you know, I feel pretty confident he can, just with the volume of matches that he's played and, you know, the, the scalps that he's taken, he's feeling pretty good about his tennis. We've also got two games uh, in the first round where uh, both Austra- two Australians play uh, each other, which means in one of those games, Alexi Popperin and Mark Pullman, so whoever wins will likely go on to face Novak Djokovic. I liked how Alexi Popperin said yesterday, if Novak Djokovic gets through his first round. What do, what do you like about the other Australians too? Like realistically, uh, what are the chances yep. that we could get someone else to the finals? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, look, getting all the way to the final and winning it, I think, is probably unrealistic. Um, but, you know, the best we can hope, and our Aussies, um, you know, they're a good, honest bunch inside the top 100. But, you know, I'm not probably forecasting any of them to, um, apart from, you know, Dean Moore being a real chance to go you know, into the second week, and we'll wait and see. But the rest, you know, have got to uh, got to step up. Uh, and you look at the, the matchups on paper, I mean, yeah, Popperin, if he gets through, and you'd think he would beat young Mark Polman's, it's just almost mission impossible, isn't it, to go up against Novak on his home court at Melbourne Park. Um, you know, Chris O'Connell's been in some good form in Adelaide. Christian Garin, the Chilean, that's a very winnable uh, first round. All eyes are going to be on Thanasi Kokonakis. You know, two losses to start the year, but he's got, you know, an unseeded player, Sebastian Offner, the Austrian. That's a very winnable match, uh, certainly for uh, Thanasi. And Max Purcelli, I think, is their other one who could win a few rounds. He's awaiting a qualifier, and of course, yeah, we've still got seven Australians in qualifying to be completed today. So we're hoping a few more can, you know, join the main draw. On the women's side, yeah, there's some tough ones, uh, Julissa. I mean, Taylor Preston, this young star, uh, 18-year-old with a lot of potential, takes on Alina Svitolina, who's made a great mum return in the last 12 months to climb back to the top 20. I tell you the matchup we'd love to see, right, in the second round. Now, it would mean that an Aussie's beaten, but Isla Tomjanovic is, of course, on the comeback trail plays Petra Martic of Croatia in the first round. The winner of that would play the winner of Yelena Ostapenko and Kim Birrell. Now, the form that Ostapenko's in, she's in the semis in Adelaide today, she probably beats Kim, and that would be a rematch. Tomjanovic, Ostapenko, of 2021, caught 18 at Wimbledon. It was as frosty as you'll get at the end of that match because Yelena took about a 15-minute toilet break, apparently had some physio, uh, there was a lot of um, a lot of bickering between the two and a bit of a standoff at the end. It was great. I thought they were almost going to pull out the gloves. Uh, yes. the two of them. So, hey, let's get version two at the Australian Open and uh, <laughs> what sort of reception they give each other. <laughs> that would be good. We've had a text here from the Brisbane Eel. Does BP think the Netflix breakpoint curse will continue this season? What do you reckon? Yeah, well, I just started to uh, sit down and watch um, the second series uh, for about 20 minutes last night before I fell asleep. So I'm going to have to dedicate some time across uh, <laughs> maybe before the AO to watch a couple of episodes. But 
Yeah, we'll have to wait and see, eh? Hey? Uh, it was the curse uh, last year. All Ten the, players, the wasn't it? Kiri Austin, yeah, Tom Janovic, Berrettini had a shocking year. Um, uh, Maria Sakri had a really poor year. She was one of the key characters. So, yeah, look, I think it's great that there's a second series. I mean, we were crying out for this in tennis and all these docos around sport that take us in the inner sanctum. We love whatever sport, you know, we love. So, yeah, um, I haven't looked at it too much, but, yeah, well, uh, hopefully the curse won't happen two years in a row. We had uh, John Millman's singles career come to an end yesterday. We've actually got a, a bit of audio here before we ask you about that. The John Millman interview. Yeah, really special to do it on this court. I've had some really good memories on this court and um, in front of an incredible uh, support. The, you know, you guys come every year. It's been 16 years I've been coming to this tournament and... I really just wanted one more go um, with mum, dad and Fee and everyone. I had a lot of people who didn't think I'd eventuate too much. Um, I stuck at it. The ones that did think I would are probably all over there. And um, yeah, summarise my career. I wasn't good enough to, to win it easy. I always had to leave it out there. And yeah, hopefully I, I represented that each time I came on the court. I think the Aussies got behind me because... Um, I was a bit of a battler. Yeah, so his singles career uh, obviously over. Should he be given a wild card BP? No, I think they made the right decision. Really? Yeah. I mean, you, you, John, John had played next to no tennis, Jaleesa, uh, in the last sort of 12 months. Um, and look, anyway, the wild card thing is uh, <laughs> just, yeah, it gets to me. Uh, I don't even think there should be wild cards yeah, given okay. to uh, any of our Australians, to be totally honest. But. Um, I think you earn your stripes and he's a guy that never reached the absolute top echelon and never won a Grand Slam or anything like that. So, look, it's a shame he had to go through qualifying, but that's the way it is. And, you know, his back is just, it's just, uh, it's been really painful for him the last 12 months. Just for him to get back on court has been astronomical, really. And look, I've seen the whole career of John. He would write a fabulous book. He has seen every breadth of the tour, from the ITF to the Challenger to the top tour, to get to 33 in the world and beat Federer at the US Open. I'll never forget being there that night, the only night I've seen Roger sweat in a tennis match. And John came into press at 2.30am. It was a moment I'll savour being an Australian broadcaster at the time because he was the rank underdog. And But what a competitor. I mean, that's all you ask, isn't it? You, you go along, you pay your money. You just want to watch athletes give their absolute all, and John never left anything in the locker room. And he'll be great in the media uh, post uh, playing. And you know, he's a great illustration to young players. Whatever ability you got, just get the best out of that ability, and that's what he's done. So, yeah, hats off to him. Yeah, love your work, BP. Another one, another Aussie, uh, Daria Savile. She's got her semi-final coming up this afternoon in Hobart. Yep. Who gives it her all? And there's plenty more going on in the world of tennis. Thanks for keeping us up to date, BP. Thank you, guys.